Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Biz Podcast. This is Lauren Gleason coming to you with episode two, Sounds of the Session interview featuring another great woman around the Capital Region as we wrap up Women's History Month. So joining me today is Louisiana's Commissioner of Higher Education, Dr. Kim Hunter-Reed. Welcome. Well, thank you so much, Lauren. Delighted to be with you. Yeah, we're happy to have you. So look, to kick it off, as I understand it, you are the only female in the country currently serving as a state higher education lead who has done so in more than one state. So can you give us a little bit of background on what led you to where you are today and what it feels like sometimes, well, I'm sure, being the only woman in the room? Happy to do that. I would say, first of all, I'm from a family of educators, and so it's in my DNA to be in education. It's such an honor and a calling. My dad was a high school coach and teacher, my mom in early childhood. My grandmother integrated a rural school in Bruley, Louisiana, and she would always say, education is the family business, so you need to come back to the family business. Um, So I have just really uh, been blessed and enjoyed the work I've done in government, um, in media, and certainly my calling in higher education. So all of that work has um, is something that I'm just honored to do. I think it's important to think about talent development in our state and how can we be of service to others. Mm-hmm. Um, your question about being the only is one that you know several people ask me about, especially as we think about Women's History Month. Mm-hmm. Not just about what it felt like in terms of being the only, but how do we empower young leaders? Mm. And so I do think about the fact that there were male and female leaders who said to me as a young professional, I haven't heard your voice at this meeting. What's your thoughts? What are your ideas? Mm. And so I think I'm, it's important to be intentional about power dynamics and for the highest ranking person in the room to say to the young professional, mm. we want to hear from you. Yeah. you know, what's your thoughts? How do you want to... Uh, share your own ideas. And so I think that's very important. Mm. The good thing about being a first is you know there'll be a second and a third. So I think those things are important. That's great. So you also served over higher education in Colorado and in President Obama's administration. What were those positions like? And uh, what lessons did you learn along the way that uh, sort of helped to get to where you are today? So I would say that serving in the federal government, there's nothing like it, just the scale and scope of the work. Mm. Um, And then in Colorado, you know, a true purple state, the House was uh, Democrat, uh, Senate Republican, and um, just people working across the aisle intentionally because that's just how government functions there. Mm. So um, what did I learn? You know, we worked on our strategic plan here, and our pillars of our strategic plan are educate, innovate, collaborate. Mm. And that's what I learned. The education work is critical. It can't happen if we do it all the same way and expect different results. So Colorado, obviously, a very entrepreneurial state, Mm -hmm. a place where people are innovating, where people are collaborating. They want to know, what do you want to get done? How can we help? Um, And certainly the federal government uh, trying to collaborate with states and institutions as well. So that's the learning for me, really, to think about how do we take put students at the center of our work mm. and then think about system redesign? Who needs to be at the table? What yeah. non-traditional people should be in the conversation mm-hmm. so that we can actually drive change and improve our state of Louisiana? Yeah, I love that. So now, as most people know, we are a few weeks into the 2022 legislative session. Would you mind sharing some of the Board of Regents priorities that you have for this year? Well, our North Star is always talent development, right? Get more people educated than ever before. We've moved, and I think in my lifetime, from really a P20 conversation around education to education to employment discussions. Mm. And I think that's very important. 
So we're certainly celebrating this cradle-to-career budget, executive budget proposed by uh, the governor. Mm -hmm. It invests in early childhood. It invests in K-12. It certainly um, has the opportunity to be the highest reinvestment in higher education in 14 years. Mm -hmm. So we're very excited about that. Uh, We certainly are trying to make sure we're advancing policies, as I know you are, um, that make sure more students have opportunities to start college as early as possible. Mm -hmm. High school redesign, starting um, early college models in high schools, improving transfer, Mm -hmm. um, thinking about the talent shortfall in cyber, in STEM, in nursing, in teachers. How do we how do we intentionally focus on those um, careers as well? Um, and then just trying to make sure that um, all of the, the messaging around the importance of education and the investment in education mm-hmm. is heard from our elected officials and is repeated by our elected officials. They are influencers. Um, and so I think that's all important for us. Yeah, 100%. And we totally agree with you there. We know, I know we share a lot of those priorities, and we've enjoyed working with with your team a lot, a lot on that dual enrollment and just better educating folks on what their options are. And like you said, starting those conversations sooner in high school with parents and families and students. So I love all of that. Um, So getting off of politics and work for a second, you're also a wife and a mom. And so I always like to point that out and sort of ask the question, how do you do it all? As they say, you know, how the managing the work-life balance can be tough, but I also think that being a wife and mom can teach you great things. And, you know, what do you think those lessons have contributed to your overall success? So it is hard to do it all. I think we just do the best we can on a daily basis. I will say there's no job better than the mom job. Um, And for sure, you know, just really nurturing and educating and loving on your own child. Mm. But it gives you a perspective when you think about, do I want to make sure that every child has the opportunities that my child has? Mm. She'll graduate um, college next month because of dual enrollment in three years instead of four. And so obviously I can talk about dual enrollment from my own lived experience from my own child. Um, So, you know, I think family grounds you in the work, right? It's just a place where you can just be and be yourself and be authentic. Mm. Um, I think that's very important. Um, But, you know, the work, the work continues. And so Mm -hmm. for me, I get so much joy from being a mom and a wife, but then so much joy in service to others. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's the balance. Um, You have to think about the joy, but you also have to think about limited time in the day and how do you make sure that you're at a position where you can give the best of yourself. And so if you're exhausted, if you're not taking care of yourself, if you're not thinking about how are you going to navigate all that is before you, mm-hmm. then you're not doing the best you can do, not being the best you can be. Yeah. And so I think that's the issue. I think we shouldn't put pressure on ourselves as wives and wives and mothers and professionals. Mm. We should say, you know what, I have a commitment to do all of this as best I can yeah. each and every day. Mm-hmm. And then also to have a tribe of people that just support you and and congratulate you and lift you up and Mm -hmm. give you that little pep talk when you're feeling down. I think that's important, too. Absolutely. And I personally love asking that question as a younger mom. I have a two year old and working full time. So I always enjoy hearing about how other moms try to make it work. And I agree that community aspect is so key. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so my final question this morning is what would your advice be to women wanting to break into politics or public service? There's room for you. Yeah. (laughs) You know, we always talk about we don't just want more boots on the ground. We want more heels and wedges on the ground as well. I love it. I've never heard that. The policy is better when we are at the table, when we are in the conversation. And so I do think that for people who are thinking about it, be a student of the work, study hard. 
find someone who you think is doing things that you would like to do. We all want to pay it forward. We mm-hmm. were all that young professional that someone emailed or called and said, can I have coffee or can you visit with me? And For so sure. I would say network, believe in yourself and jump in. I love it. All great advice. Really appreciate having you, Dr. Reed, on the show this morning. Awesome words from our State Commissioner of Higher Education. Thank you so much. Delighted to be with you and really appreciate your good work. And a two-year-old, there you go. That's a super (laughs) mom right there. Yeah, well, you just make it work. That's what they say. (laughs) Exactly. All right, thanks for coming.